Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire, back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. You're in the Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoint, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une passe devant. Et c'est la You found the dogs! John, you found the dogs! He found the dogs! And all together they worked the young team to the top. And now a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup! Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. TV. It's gonna be sick. Marinero on this Thursday, April 20th. It is one minute past 10 o'clock. And uh, is it over as I have one eye? Uh, yes, the Toronto Maple Leafs have defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning and they didn't defeat them by a little bit, all right? They absolutely obliterated them. Uh, they obliterated them. They, they ate them up and they spit them out more than Tampa Bay did to them in game one. The Leafs bounce back, tie the series at one. They win by a score of seven to two. The New York Rangers are for real. Yes, they are for real. 5-1 over the New Jersey Devils after beating them by that score in game number one. There's uh, less than seven minutes to go in period number three. And I, for one, would love to see the New York Rangers win the Stanley Cup. Why? Because I have money on them. And the Seattle Kraken have the first goal of the hockey game after going into Colorado and shocking the Avalanche, beating them in game one. They're up by a score of one to nothing in game number two. 13 minutes left in period number one. We have a lot to talk to you about. It's the Sick Podcast. We are live on YouTube. We're live on Facebook. And we are live on Twitter. Uh, speaking of which, those Twitter uh, check marks they went away today. So everyone that had one, it's gone. Unless you pay about $155 a year to get it back. Business decision. We'll see what happens. Um Cristiano Ronaldo even had his removed today, but uh, it looks like he still has his check mark now. So it looks like he paid for it and he's got his check mark. But anyway, that's uh, we'll talk about that maybe in another. Maybe we'll talk about it with George Larac. Uh, it's the Sick Podcast, brought to you in part by La Bit ATB. La Bit ATB, brewed in Quebec, a winner of a dozen international awards. La Bit ATB offers quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's taste la bit db embrace your true nature and also brought to in part by energy transportation group a leading full service logistics provider serving all of north america driven to be different we have two collaborators who will join us tonight in the first 25 minutes or so it's george larac and then after that it's going to be marc andre perot big george what's going on we have george Emozi too now. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. All right, okay. Uh, we're, we have a technical difficulty with George. So yesterday it was me, and tonight it's... It's, it's, it's been one of those... Uh, what, what do you want me to tell you? It's been a crazy 24 hours. But yeah, George was supposed to join us out of the gate first, and then Mapper in the second half hour of the show. Uh, and we'll get to it. I have a lot of questions for George. I have a lot of questions for Mapper too. But there were a couple of fights in that game between Toronto and Tampa. And I understand why Tampa's fighting, right? Because they're losing and they're losing big. And they're trying to have the uh, the, the the momentum carry over at least. You know, they're trying to set the tone for game three going back to Tampa. I'm not so sure why Toronto took those fights. I have a feeling, I think George is going to tell me that it's just a code and you have to answer the bell because sometimes you have to answer it when you don't want to. And sometimes... The other person is going to have to answer it when they don't want to. So what goes around comes around. Listen, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking he's going to say, but I'm, I'm not so sure. What a game. What a game by Morgan Riley. Um, I, I have never seen Morgan Riley play a better game than he played tonight. 20 minutes, four assists, plus four in this hockey game. He was, uh, he was just absolutely unbelievable. Uh, okay, uh, it looks like we have George. It looks like everything's good. Is he there? 
Of course I am. Hi, Don Tony. Guarda questo qua, guarda qua. When it's now, what, 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 are you, what are you doing? You're driving a bus today? What do you, you become a bus no, driver or what? No, no, no. I'm in a, I'm in a Jeep. I'm parked. I'm in Toronto. You're in Toronto? Parked yes, I was in a Jeep. Yes, because I was doing a, an event for Hockey Helps the Homeless at the Hall of Fame tonight, right beside the Air Canada, Air Canada Center. The city is buzzing. It's crazy, man. So that's why I'm here. And then... Uh, Uh, I, I left the event to uh, to go on not online with you uh, before I go back in. <laughs> My God. My guarda, do. My hey, guarda. At, at least I'm there. At least I'm there. I'm no, committed but I, to I, you. I, but listen, listen to me. I, I know. Listen, you're very committed. Yes, you're a regular co collaborator on Thursdays. But if you would have told me, Tony, I'm going to be in Toronto on Thursday. I'm going to be part of an event. You know, like I, I would have said, George, take the night off. Tony, yeah, but Tony, I wanted to let you know that you're a priority. So whatever I, whatever I do, I want to make you a priority. And if I do an event, I'm going to take the time to talk to you before I go back in. You're, you're the best. Now, let me ask you something. You look very elevated in that, uh, in that Jeep. By chance, are, are you sitting on a pillow or? <laughs> <laughs> you get No, but you, you didn't take your pillow from home and bring it with you to Toronto, uh, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't. They, no, they, they, have, they, they have pillows in hotel rooms, Tony, so it's okay. No, no, but yeah, I, like I know you have a favorite pillow. What's with your pillow, Tony? No, no, what's like, with I'll your pillow? What's with your pillow? Every I'll, time I see you, you're with a pillow. What do you want me to tell you? I'll give, it, I'll give you my pillow for Christmas, okay? Okay. All right, okay. Hey, look, there's, uh, I'm glad you joined me tonight. Look, there's a lot I want to talk to you about, but the Toronto Maple Leafs, they came out tonight unbelievable. What a response they gave the Tampa Bay Lightning. Good for them, to tell you the truth. And I know a lot of people wanted to see them lose, but my God, they've lost so many times. I mean, good for them for, you know, the pressure that must have been on Samsonov tonight, that must have been on Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and Nylander and O'Reilly and and Tavares and all those guys. And to tell you the truth, I mean, this was a big-time team effort, okay? Uh, Morgan Riley picks up four assists. John Tavares picks up a hat-trick. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly had one assist to show for his night's work. Um, William Nylander had a goal and an assist. Austin Matthews had two assists. Uh, Mitch Marner had, uh, had two goals and one assist. So the big guns, they came out tonight. But, you know, in that third period, With, uh, with you know, less than 10 minutes to go in the third. Uh, it's it's obvious to, uh, that the Tampa Bay is trying to start something so that they can try and send the message for game three and prepare the table for game three. And uh, Janot gives it to, to, to Shen and Perry gives it to Hull. And so I'm just, I have to ask you, Toronto has all the momentum in the world. They're dictating the game. They're laying the smackdown on Tampa. You know that Tampa wants to start something like this. Why did the Toronto players think they had to fight? Okay, so, Tony, first of all, Toronto's, they're playing at home, right? And yeah. as you know, the headlines in Toronto after that first loss, they were, it was all over the place. They were, they were giving it to them. Tonight, you have a night where the city's buzzing again, believing in their team. It's a convincing win. Every time towards the end of a game, as you know, teams with frustration, they kind of what we say, prepare the next game to show that, you know what, we might lose, but we're going to lose with pride. It's something that teams do. Uh -huh. Toronto is at home and they want to show Tampa that whatever type of games that you're going to play out, uh, with us, we're going to show up. We're going to play it. You can't intimidate us in a building. That's why. That's why they responded. They didn't have to, but what are you going to do? It's a convincing win. Do you think one of these guys in playoff time against Tampa, they're going to cower down and go down and faire la poule? You know, cover themselves and not engage? No. They want to engage. They want to show Tampa that, you know what, we could play any type of game that you want. We're going to come out on top. And that's why now Toronto is different. Toronto is different now because they want to be the aggressor. They want to be intense. They want to win. They're going to have to get out of their comfort level to beat Tampa. Tampa is a team that knows how to win in a playoff. Guys like Perry, supporting guy, 
they got Janath for a reason and he's tough. Yeah, but he's you a sandpaper what? guy. He's a sandpaper guy. But you know what? The fact that Toronto, with the win they did, they responded at the end of the game like they did, like they didn't have to. They show a character that we haven't seen past in the years past, and that's why they always lost. I'm not saying that because of that they're going to win, but what I'm saying is now Tempa is realizing that this team, the Leaf, is much tougher, and that first loss that they've had didn't destroy their spirit. They're going to be back there. They're going to be in their face. This series is going to be a long series, as you know and expect. It's probably going to be a split in Tempa for wins, and they're going to come back in Toronto tied 2-2. Yeah, probably. Listen, I I understand. Are you a believer that a fight changes the momentum of a hockey game? I would imagine the answer is yes. But let me ask you another question. Are you a believer that a fight in one game in the playoffs can carry the momentum over to the next game? No. In a playoff, it's not the same. In a playoff, you play for the cup. So it's not like in regular season. It's not the same. It doesn't carry anything. It's in a moment. It's right now. When you fight at home, you get the crowds going. Uh, you know, obviously at that time, at that point, yeah, the fans in, 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 in Toronto were excited because they knew they were fighting because they were frustrated and they were happy to see the, <clears throat> their team respond. So not only a fight is not going to, you know, carry over for the next game because <clears throat> the next game is in Tampa. The crowd is going to be there. So whether they fight or not, the crowd in Tampa is going to carry the Tampa Bay Lightning. Not the mm-hmm. fight that happened the nights before. <clears throat> Playoff is completely different. So that's why now it's a wash and team start all over again. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. cough, cough, cough. You know, yeah, you I'm talked okay, about, okay. no, but you talked about the fact that this is a different Toronto team. You know, Kyle Dubas has, has been under the gun over the last couple of years. And whether Toronto makes it or not, it's not from a lack of effort for Kyle Dubas trying because Kyle Dubas at the deadline, if memory serves me well, I think he went out to get six players. He got uh, Kelly Yarncroc. Um, he got uh, Zachary Sharon. Ashton Reese. Uh, not well, th- this past season, I should say. He got uh, Sam Lafferty. He got Noel uh, Achari. He obviously got Ryan O'Reilly. I mean, uh, you know. This this guy, you know, Luke Shen, uh, Eric Gustafson. I mean, he went out to to try and, and and get as many pieces as possible for his team. Yeah. And, you know, the thing with Toronto is that if they pass Tampa, they could go far. They could go far because, you know, it was their nemesis to pass the first one and the relief they're going to have if they do so because Tampa has the experience. They have the goalie. Because you you pass Tampa and everything is possible. Because, you know, in playoff time, you know, there's momentum. And right now, going to that second round will give him momentum to maybe go far away. Because some, it's in your head. It's in your head, the fact that the first round is their nemesis. So because of that, sometimes it makes it hard. But now, man, this game, we'll see. Because the Leaf knows that game three in Tampa is going to be tough. Because it doesn't matter how you win how decisive the game is, it's one game. It doesn't give you two games because you won decisively. No. You go to Tampa, and, if it, and they know damn well with the experience of the Tampa's locker room that they're not going to cower down and be like, oh, their leaf is too strong. They're going to be a different team at home. <clears throat> they're going to set the tone, and Toronto's going to have to weather the storm for the first 10 minutes in Tampa in game three because their fans, they have the experience, and they're going to bring the energy for the team. Yeah. Um... They really took advantage of a situation, I thought, too, tonight, because um, without bunting for Toronto, but without Chernak for Tampa, it it was a good trade-off for the Leafs. I mean, I take a look at the Tampa Bay Lightning, and, uh, you know, one of the strengths of this team used to be their defense. I mean, we recall when when they had, uh, of course, they had uh, Victor Hedman, and they had Sergachev, and they had Ryan McDonough, and they had Chernak. Uh, you know, now, I mean, now they got Sergachev. I mean, that's, that's you know, they don't have much uh, because, of course, Hedman is, uh, is, is injured. What, what, what did they, what did they, uh, what did they give away 
to get Sergeyev again? <laughs> okay, stop. Stop. <laughs> okay, okay. Fine, 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 fine. We won't go there. You know, don't uh, the season season's over for Jonathan Drew. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. <laughs> is that your Jeep or by the way, or is it a rental? No, no, it's a rental. You That's think I rental. drove to Toronto? I didn't drove to Toronto. No, no, I didn't drove there. See my oh, hockey I mean, equipment is in the back because I'm playing I'm playing hockey to raise money for homelessness. Uh, and then I'm flying back just in time because I have to do the MLS game on you know reporter side sideline reporter. So I, I get back right on time just to do that game. All right. Okay. Good. Uh, who are you playing? The um, which former NHLers are going to be playing in the hockey for the homeless in Toronto? Uh, Brad May's there. Aller Freddy is there. Gilbert Dion, um, Wendell Clark, uh, tons of guys. Tons of guys. It's awesome. And uh, I think we're going to raise about two hundred fifty thousand for homelessness. Uh, okay. I do almost all. I do almost all those tournaments across Canada. It's awesome. Lots of alumni. People pay a lot of money to play with us. And it goes towards an awesome cause, so I, I love to be part of it. I try to do as much as I can, man. That's that's awesome, bud. That's awesome. I know you do. I know you do. You like you never refuse any one of those. Uh, can you put into words? And I know you said it was crazy. We saw the images on television. Um, you know, if you were in the building tonight, and I tweeted this, I have never seen um, the fan base, the Leafs fan base, at a game in Toronto more lively more engaged than i've than than tonight i mean tonight tony, you can, you can tony, feel it tony you know i was there I, i'm right beside it the hall of fame people outside i saw it i drove by it the last time i saw an atmosphere like this outside around the air canada center you know when it was when the raptors were winning when they were in a final that's how it was it's insane in toronto Mm -hmm. It took me, it took me from the ferry to the Hall of Fame because the rental car that I got was there. It's two kilometers away. It took me an hour, two kilometers to oh, go really? from the, from downtown Bishop to the Hall of Fame driving because I have my gears, radio gear, my, my hockey equipment. So I couldn't walk. I took my rental because then I have to go in North York where the tournament's going to be. So an hour because there's people all over and tony we're talking about at five o'clock there's people all over with leaf jerseys it's fevers in the city this team has to if they don't pass the first round tony there's gonna be hell to be paid because the city is not gonna accept it the fans are not gonna accept someone's it. gonna they have to price. win someone's gonna they have to win price. yeah but they have to win i think tony sincerely if they don't pass their first round Yes, the coach and the gym is gone, but I don't know how Matthews, Tavares, and Marner, they're going to be able to play next year because it's going to be unlivable. Because it doesn't matter if Tavares scores 50, 60, whatever amount of goals, he has to pass the first round this year. He has to. Otherwise, it'll be irrelevant what they're going to do next season because people will be so upset at them that they, they, they'll just have to move. Listen, um, I didn't like my pick after game one, but uh, I was I stuck with it, and we'll see what happens. But I think that this is the le the year that the Leafs beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. Why? Because of those six players that they went out to get. They made yeah. their team stronger. Why? Because Andre Vasilevsky is not having a very, very good year this year. Very average from Vasilevsky. Uh, why? Because in the last three years, Tampa Bay has played basically like four years of playoffs by going to exactly. the final three exactly. years in a row. I mean, there's a lot of reasons. Ryan O'Reilly gives them an element where they can play him on a third line or they can play him on a second line with Tavares. It gives them a lot of options of what they want to do, set the other guys free. I think it's the year they're going to be Tampa. Tony, I wouldn't be Tony. shocked if they lose. I mean, Tampa's got a great team. T Tony, Toronto's rested. They've been out of the playoff first round every year. Tempest played so much hockey. There's mileage accumulation. They're a tired team, and it's normal. They played a lot of hockey. Toronto, they're always gone, man. Of course, they have more energy. Despite that, it's going to be a tough series. I hope for them that they pass through. At the end of the day, it's a Canadian team. We want to see a Canadian team make it far. And, uh, but we'll see what's going to happen. Well, uh, it looks like I have a lunch bet with Raymond Singh. By the way, do you know Raymond Singh? 
I know, I know VJ Singh, but I don't know Raymond. Uh, okay, VJ is a golfer, and uh, Raymond <laughs> is a real estate agent, okay? Okay. He's not just a real estate agent. We're talking among the upper echelon in the city, okay? okay. And he's got a great slogan. You're going to love this, okay? Raymond Singh does. You want? You know what's on his uh, once upon a time on his business cards, but now all over his social media? His slogan. You know what it is? No. Sing, sign, sold. Huh? That's not bad. It's as bad as the pillow. No, no, no. No, no. So he's watching us right now on YouTube Live, and he just bet me a lunch that Tampa Bay is going to win the series. I'm going to take Toronto. So we're having uh, we're having lunch. All right? Okay. We have to see if uh, Raymond Singh agrees to, uh, agrees to the place. Hold on a second. What are we doing here? Are we doing uh, just... Uh, uh, sandwiches, steak subs, or are we doing, uh, you know, a nice steak? What are we doing here, Raymond Singh? Let me know. How about do, do Europea? Europea, yeah. the restaurant. Europea, the restaurant. But you, but you, do the facade with this restaurant. It's a couple of times that you bring it up. You got shares in this the, restaurant or what? What's the story here? I have nothing. I have no share. They have meat in there. But uh, it's the, okay. it, it got quartered one of the 10 best restaurants in the world. It's All my right. friend, Jerome Farrar, that owns it. You should go there. Oh, is it your friend? Okay, well, listen, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've never been. I've heard good things about it. Uh, you know, uh, there's there's an establishment on the West Island uh, in uh, in uh, DDO that I usually go to that has a very, yeah. very good steak, too, and they have a nice tableau d'hote at lunch, and yeah. it looks like uh, Raymond and I have agreed on the establishment in DDO, uh, but uh, the next one will be at your friend's place, okay? I promise. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Okay. Um, I'm not going to keep you much longer. Okay. Two, three more minutes because uh, your okay. time is, you know, your time is precious tonight, especially since you're in Toronto. Um, I get the feeling. Look, I get the feeling. Uh, is it safe to say that if Toronto passed this first round, that look out for the rest, look out the rest of the way? I, I, I do think so. I do think so because, uh, you know, like, the confidence is just sometimes it just past the hurdle. And then once they do watch watch them out, because if Samsonov beats Vasilevsky, his confidence is gonna be up the roof. He put a lot right, of pressure right, right. on, Who on did himself. You pick to win the cup, George. Who did you pick to win the cup? Edmonton. You picked Edmonton to win the cup? Yeah, but I have big doubts with the goalie. Well, I mean, if you have big doubts Skinner, with the goalie. He, he, he let he let in bad goals against LA. Bad goals. In game two, I must win. Edmonton dominated game two, and he let couple Zezet in. I was yeah. so upset. Hey, Connor, uh, Connor's got to start scoring now. No, it's okay. Dano, Dano's neutralizing Connor, but not Dressidal. Dressidal is on fire, and it's okay. It's okay because you know eventually Connor's gonna explode. Hold on if a second. We win. Dano, hold on a second. Dano is neutralizing Connor McDavid. You're right. By the way. Just so you know, okay, let's let's see. You don't have to get tense about it. Connor McDavid, my favorite hockey player in the National Hockey, right? I mean, uh, who? I, yeah. mean, I mean, the guy's but, the best. Tony, the guy's but, the best player in the world. But Dano's winning his battle versus McDavid right now. Yeah, but Drysaitel's winning his battle over Kopitar. Yes, he is, and that's the thing, though. Um, and and it's perfect. They don't they play in separate line. And the good news is that if the others win, but not Connor. What's going to happen is eventually he's going to explode. And when he does, because Dano's not going to be able to, to keep that out every game. And like when you, he does... Like you on your pillow. <laughs> I don't... Like, you laugh every time at that one, Tony. I don't understand. I thought the just, first time it was funny. Just, the second no, time, just, okay. Call me it's immature. The time. I, call me I'm immature. in my car. I, I'm not even laying on my bed. I'm in my. I'm in a truck. I just, right I'm now. sorry. It's struggling. No I can't. I can't get this visual out of my head. What do you want me to tell you? I've had it since the first time I saw you. Every time I see you, I think of you. <laughs> look at the car. Look at the car. Does it look like there's a pillow in the car? Look at it. Okay. There's nothing. I'm in a truck. There's okay. no pillows in there. Okay. On your lap? No. No pillow in your lap. <laughs> you want me to pull it out too? <laughs> okay, George. Uh, all right, uh, Mike. I, I think what? Hey, Seattle. 
Are you ready for this? Because you're in your truck. Yeah. Seattle's out to a two nothing lead in Colorado tonight. What? Can you believe this? What? The Seattle Kraken are up two nothing with two minutes left in uh, period number one. Oh my God, that that's unbelievable. You know they won that... game one. They're up two nothing in game two. They're both on the road, playing Man, in Colorado they... in altitude. If they, if they beat Colorado tonight, they're winning the series, man. That's insane. Well, I mean, that remains to be seen, but uh, yeah. the West the West is, uh, I mean, if Seattle beats Colorado, I mean, at that point, everyone is looking at that West and everyone's saying, yeah. you know what, we can get to the final. Exactly. I agree. Okay. Uh, last question. Can you begin to explain Dean Evison? After Gustafson made 51 saves in game one, going to Marc Andre Fleury in game two. No, I don't understand that. I it, it makes zero sense to me. Yeah, but normally you don't, you don't you don't change you don't change a winning lineup. You don't do that. I don't understand why he did that. Now he's gonna be back obviously in game three. Yeah. But, but I, don't, I don't understand you don't think why it's they did double that. overtime, game one, 51. No, saves, Tony, Tony, Tony I, I, I no. agree with you. No, you don't do that. Your goalie wants you a big game in the playoff. He stays there. That's overcoaching. That's a big mistake. All right, George. Yeah. Good for you, hockey for the homeless in Toronto. Give Thanks, my regards bro. to everyone. If you see the Nelk boys, you know the Nelk boys? No. You don't know the Nelk boys? Kyle from no. Nelk? Yeah, I'm a fan of their podcast. It's one of the I don't oh. watch too many podcasts. That's one of them that I watch. Okay. Uh, yeah, they interviewed uh they interviewed Donald Trump uh, this past week for the second time. They okay. get big interviews with the Nelk boys. They're Toronto boys. They're big Leafs fans. Okay. And they were in the building tonight. So if you see Kyle, awesome. one of the Nelk boys, uh, s- spread the word for me and uh, okay. get him on my podcast. Okay, cha-cha. Okay, bro. All right, Bye, there bro. we have it. George Larac. All right, okay. Um, a shout-out to Playground. Over 600 machines, poker tournaments, and Playground casino games, daily promotions, and unmatched customer service. Why go anywhere else? Located just over the Mercia Bridge, only minutes from downtown Montreal. All right, okay. So uh, here we go. I got myself uh, a lunch bet with Raymond Singh. Singh signed, sold. He's got the lightning. I got the Leafs. I think if you would have, um, yeah, you know what? I would have taken the. I would have taken the uh, the lunch bet even after Tampa Bay won Game One. Even after the way I look at it, I'm a winner, right? Because if the Leafs win, well, I just got myself a free lunch, and if the Leafs lose. I'd have no problem paying Raymond Singh signed sold's lunch. You know what I mean? I'd have no problem at all. Um, Marc-André Perrault, by the way, is going to join us in, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, he's going to get on, and uh, Sammy's going to take care of him and introduce him and then bring him on to the show. Uh, shop all your sports licensed lifestyle apparel, including hoodies, caps, and T-shirts of your favorite teams from all major leagues at sportbuffshop.com. Use code SICK10 for 10% off on all of their items. And uh, speaking of, uh, you know, apparel, how about our SICK apparel? Tonight I'm wearing the, is it 10 p.m. yet? Because, of course, the SICK podcast with Tony Marinero is brought to you uh, weeknights at 10 p.m. All right. So we uh, looks like we have uh, Mapper. And he's set to join us any second now. We have a lot to talk about with Mapper. We have a lot to talk about with Mapper, who's, by the way, has been covering the playoffs. And uh, tonight is a night off for him. And that's why he's. Uh, we have him. Bring him on. Hello. How are you, my friend? Good. You. Living the dream. I'm uh, right by the beach. So I worked a little bit. And right by the beach. I where are you? Pardon me. Where are you? Fort Lauderdale. Oh, you're in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh. covering the uh, oh, that's right. You're covering the Bruins and the uh, the Panthers here. So, do you have the uh, do you have that series for all of round one? Is that is that the assignment yeah. that you were given? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'll stop by Carolina on Tuesday for okay. game five. Okay. And then uh, yeah, on my way back to Boston. So yeah, it's but my main series is, uh, that, is that's Boston, a, Florida. That's a great series to cover. Because those are those are two cities that I really enjoy visiting. It's I mean Boston, you can't go wrong. And yeah, I love Boston. I mean Florida is Florida, right? Florida is Florida, man. The weather and everything, and and 
You know, it's a good thing you're there this week and you weren't there like about uh, seven or eight days ago because uh, there was a big flood in Florida, right? Yeah, lots of water, lots yeah. of wind, but uh, no, it's good. It's good here. Just uh, the these algae. Yeah, you know, seaweed? The, yeah, in the water. So, but yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I actually heard that uh, this is probably, it's not, uh, it's not going to be great. Um, great vacationing this summer whether it's atlantic ocean or the caribbean uh calling for a lot of seaweed so uh i'm i'm you know i was planning on going on vacation i love to take summer vacation i love to go to the beach unwind uh at least 10 days and now i heard this and i'm like oh man so it's a little bit of a i don't know oh you'll be fine it's i don't quite know where to go you know because i just i want to go where the seaweed's not going to be okay come to a b2b that's where I'll be. And Mozitu now a bit to be. Okay, listen to me. This series, the Bruins and the Panthers. Yep. Olmark, Linus Olmark, favorite yes. to win the Vesna this year. Unbelievable year, helping the Bruins achieve their 135 points in the standings, obviously. That's the worst game I've seen him play all season, was game two. It was a tough one. It was a tough, tough one, but for for everybody, I think they Correct. were. I wouldn't say surprise, but uh, I don't think they expected that. Marshan gave them hope. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi gave them hope, but it seems like it was just Florida pretty much all the way. And when they started the third, I, I mean Bruins, I I couldn't recognize this team in the third period and then they were frustrated you don't see that it was like individual plays frustration bad giveaway uh, by anthony duclair to set up uh, set up brad marshall on that goal yeah Yeah. that was a pretty weak pass but uh no it's i mean florida played like they can play with sam bennett in the lineup they were i mean paul maurice kept on saying that it was a bigger difference than people could think and God, uh, it, it was a big difference. So, but yeah, all market. It, it was it was a tough one. Like, I mean, it's not his fault though. I mean, they just collapsed as a team. Yeah. So I, I mean, what do you want to do? It's like uh, any goalie when your team collapses in front of you when you're frustrated. It's you can't do nothing. So. No, no, I hear you. Um, you're right when you said. The whole team was bad because Olmark wasn't the only one. I mean, Carlo didn't play well in front of him. McAvoy didn't play well. McAvoy in front of him. was frustrated all game long. Orlov all didn't play long. well in front of him. I mean, they just they had a bad night. I, I, look, I'll, I'll also say this though. You know what Boston did um, in Game One without Patrice Bergeron. Being able to win that game and control it the way they did without Bergeron, that that speaks to the depth of their team. But I'm going to tell you this. They might be able to get through Florida. Bergeron misses a little bit more. But, you know, replacing a Patrice Bergeron is easier said than done, man. You can't do that. I'm not even sure he was on the flight. I know he skated uh, today before the team left, but I... Unfortunately, I'm not sure if he was on the flight. We'll find out tomorrow. I don't know. Doesn't smell good, but no. at the same time, yeah. So well, you wanna, I don't you know. Bet on him for Game Three. Uh, man, trust me, it's the best secret in town. But he looked yeah, eh? good. Uh, he looked. What are we? We're Thursday. He looked good on Wednesday. Well, yesterday morning before the game, he was skating, skating hard at some point. And then uh, he skated today, but just, I mean, maybe we're just playing mind games or secrets, but uh, I don't know. They need him. They need him, that's for sure, because they, they lost yesterday their, yeah. their calm, their composure, and I think Bergeron would have helped in that situation. And for those but who it, are it, watching right now and wondering, Bergeron was hurt in that final game of the regular season in Montreal versus the Canadians. Exactly left, and they said precaution, precautionary reason. That's a tough one to uh, to pronounce. Yeah. Precautionary but, uh, reasons, yeah. Precautionary, and then after they said, "Well, it's the virus," and then we found out that you know there was yeah. 
You have a, as hard a time saying precautionary uh, as I have a hard time saying in French, uh, raisonnablement. No. Raisonnablement. <laughs> raisonnablement. I think I said that last night on TV Spot. I said raisonnablement. Why don't, like, you know what? Every time there's a word that I'm not sure about, instead of not saying it and saying another word instead, I try to say that word and then I screw up. Well, join the club. Yeah. <laughs> Tongue twisters. Did I, did yeah, yeah. Say, say it again. Say it again. How do I say that word? Precautionary. No, no. And vrai. Raisonnablement. Raisonnablement or raisonnablement? Raisonnablement. Raisonnablement. Okay. Raisonnablement. All right. Okay. But you know, you were talking about that. Can you imagine that Grizzly? is healthy scratch the guy he's a d but he's plus 46. that's unbelievable aj greer is not playing so they have depth it's just not patrice bergeron right and it's like on the other side when you bring sam bennett then you have eric stall on your fourth line so it's you know it's not the same depth as the the Bruins, but yeah. you know, you're getting there. So yeah, I like AJ Greer a lot. As a matter of fact, his dad oh, yeah. uh, listens and watches the show. Do you know him? You know his dad? I do not him, but hi okay. to him. We spoke with him two days ago. Great kid. He was very nice. Good yeah. French, well, good everything. AJ, so. Yeah. AJ's dad is uh is uh Wayne Greer. Wayne Greer. Yeah, Wayne Greer. And That's uh a great name. And I, yeah, and I know him because uh his neighbors with Norman Flynn. Oh, is he? Yeah, they're neighbors and they're best friends. So Norma, oh, really? Norma coached AJ growing up or, you know, uh, he was part of his hockey school and stuff like that, I believe. And so he oh. knows him very, very well. Yeah. And so his dad, Wayne okay. Greer, has been, you know, listened uh, to my show when I was working radio and now is watching now that I'm working the podcast. And, you know, I like AJ a lot. As a matter of fact, he had a great year last year with the Utica Comets. Um, yeah. I don't know if he was their player of the year, but he was really good. He had picked up 52 points in 53 games. Uh, and, uh, you know, in the playoffs, he had six goals in five playoff games. So he had a great year with Utica last year. He belonged to the Devils okay. organization, of course. Um, but his contract was up at the end of the year. <coughs> and and I would have loved, I wanted him to sign with the Montreal Canadiens. But, you know, in the end, you know, why not? A good boy from Joliette from Juliet, and uh, in the end, uh, he signs with the Bruins. But you know what? There's some guys, I look at A.J. Greer, he was born to be a Bruin. I look at Bertuzzi, who scored last game, Bertuzzi was oh. born to be a Bruin. You know, P.J. Stock played for the Canadians and the Bruins, but P.J. Stock was born to be a Bruin. You know? Yeah, you're, you're right, and you talked about Tyler Bertuzzi. What a... I mean, what a trade that was! Like that's an amazing like, trade. I look, I knew, points. I knew it the second it was done. That trade that he was, that was a great trade for the Boston Bruins. He he gives help to Brad Marchand, being like another Brad Marchand. And damn, is he good? He's he's like uh, they say uh, pesky. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pesky. He he's like built for playoff hockey, and unfortunately for him, it's his first playoffs actually, because he was with Detroit, obviously. But yeah, he's he, he's great. He's great. Probably their best player right now after two games. So yeah, you know that um, a lot has been said about Don Sweeney over the years, over the years. But I got to tell you something. I think the job that he did in the last year in particular. I, I in the last couple of years uh, to go out and get Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, AJ Breer Greer is obviously is a is a good pickup, but his best acquisition, Jim Montgomery. Jim it's Montgomery's a, his best yeah. acquisition. Such a nice guy. Such Orlov, nice guy. by the way, uh, Garnet oh. Hathaway. Yeah. Um, Craig Smith. Well, I mean, convincing uh, Krejci, Bergeron to come back is not bad as well. So, yeah, he had, yeah, he's not perfect, but damn, he built a pretty good team. And uh, I, I can't wait to see how they're going to respond tomorrow because the last thing I expected is what yeah. happened last night. And 
I, I think everybody was shocked in the building because it, who was he? Uh, uh, Brett Montour scored like 22 seconds. Yeah. Uh, in the third period, and then after everything collapsed, and then people were leaving the building at you know halfway through the the third period. They they missed a pretty good uh, physical show after, but I think everybody w were shocked. So I can't wait tomorrow to see how they're gonna respond because it's yeah. There's always pressure, you know, when you, you have a record season and then you're in the playoffs, expectations are so high and everybody expects you to just, you know, go all the way through pretty much easily. So, yeah, it's yeah. going to be even though Even though Montrealers and Quebecers obviously love Jim Montgomery and they love Patrice Bergeron, uh, and there are a lot of Bruins fans in the city of Montreal, but I think it's safe to say that all the Montreal Canadiens fans where a vast majority of them are cheering on the Florida Panthers, eh? Because you can you imagine the Boston Bruins winning a Stanley Cup again after having won it in 2011? <laughs> and yesterday when uh, when Montour scored, you could hear everyone in Quebec singing, Mes chers amis, c'est à Montour. Oh, that's a good one. De te laisser parler l'amour. Not bad, eh? Okay, I love it. I love it. All right, okay. I saw your interview with uh, with Jim Montgomery when he said, I have the best job in the world. He keeps on repeating that. He's like, let's go, guys. And you asked him for his job. Well, if it's easy, it's in the hockey business. I mean, we could trade. I want his salary. And, you know, it was just being polite. But uh, he's a great well, story. Funny. He's a great story. I'm pulling well, for him. I mean, I'm really pulling for him, actually. He, he, I mean, they're, they're, they started to grave the, the Jack Adam trophy. He deserves it. Y'all, I mean, you know, you don't even have to go to the votes. I mean, it's his. Forget about it. There's no contest this year. Yeah, I mean, that's that's are, the that's the greatest season we've ever seen a team pull off in uh, in over the 100 year history of the National Hockey League. How does he not get? Like, who would have thought? Yeah. Like I said last week, that the Boston Bruins finished with 30 points more in the regular season than I would have thought. 30 points. Well, I mean, I I, I thought they would be battling for a playoff spot with Buffalo. Oh really? Eh? Yeah, oh, I, 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 I mean, maybe that was a little. Every year, I put Buffalo where I shouldn't put them, and I thought Boston it, it would be close. Man, was I wrong? Because yeah, I mean, third period. I, I still think third period was an accident, and they're they're way better than that. But man, are they good? And they, they, the first game, they played so calm. First two periods, despite the fact that they were down, they were calm. And then Marchand, like the leader he is, put them back on track. And then Bertuzzi put them back on track. And everything just happened. Third yeah. period, and Montgomery said it, it's normally for the whole season, our best period was the third one. Yeah, he says it's probably the first time we have such a bad third period. So. Yeah, and, and look, uh, you know, I, I I said that a lot of Canadians fans want the Florida Panthers to win, but at the same time, there's a lot of Canadians fans that want the Florida Panthers to lose because if they lose, the you know the Canadians have Florida's number one pick. It's going to end up being a better pick if they win. It's going to end up being uh, a worse pick. Are you under the weather? Yeah, I think so. I I was in Boston. Yeah, and then it's uh, just yeah. I, I thought maybe. It, did you underdress? Like and did you underdress in Boston or? And I say this because, by the way, I know that doctors. Cold. I know that doctors will tell you that uh, getting a cold is a virus. I know that, but uh, you know, I was born in a home where you know you were told that getting a cold is because you caught a draft. You underdressed. Uh -huh. Yeah, and you I, either had the not. wet socks or you had wet hair or your shirt wasn't buttoned and it was open here. Yeah, and then that's, that, that's what does it for us, yeah. Sorry for uh, for my, my no, noise, no, noise, but uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was cold. It was uh, humid, windy, so maybe. But, you know, yeah. it's so much traveling. It, I'm always sick at to start the playoffs. I'm always sick. It seems yeah, like you know my body is like, you know, you worked so hard. Damn, yeah. you still have like crazy hours yeah so he's mad at me you know what you gotta do right you gotta you gotta uh w where are you right now are you close to the um to the intercoastal or are you close to the beach or where are you yeah yeah right in front of the beach i, yeah, I right. can hear the waves oh you can hear the waves okay so that's what you got to do 
you got to uh, you got to go to the beach right now, and you got to sniff the seaweed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like my grandmother. I'll, hey, uh... there's a there's a Montrealer, by the way, or, or pardon me, a former Montrealer who has a restaurant in Fort Lauderdale. He's got two of them, and he's oh, yeah. a big Montreal Canadiens fan. He has one on Las Olas, okay, okay. and he has one. Um, inside of a hotel on the um, South Ocean Boulevard on the A1A. Uh, there's a lot of hotels there. Yeah, it's inside the Ocean Manor Resort. Oh, okay. That's in the Galt but, Ocean Mile. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's... I... The restaurant is called Calabria Mia. Calabria, that sounds Italian. Uh, it's, it's, it's very much Italian, yes. Very much Italian, okay. owned okay, by that... a uh, a Sicilian and a uh, Calabrese. So okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll uh, check that out. But uh, trust me, yeah. we work a lot of hours, a lot. Of no, hours. no, I know, I know. But you always have time for a good meal. Yeah, right, at, at his place and at his place in Los Olas, when the Canadians went to the Stanley Cup final a couple of years ago, they had like Go Habs Go lighting all over the place. And oh stuff yeah, like that. oh yeah, it was nice. really something. Well, uh, there's a right. place called uh, Frenchies uh, in Fort Lauderdale as well. So lots of uh, yeah, lots of uh, francophone. Well, people from Quebec here. Oh really? And uh, oh, yeah. w- once you enter the restaurant, does everyone French kiss in that restaurant? Is it rapport or pas de rapport? Uh, it's Frenchies for Quebecers. No, but I, I, I heard that Yvon Lambert was. I don't know if it's if he still is, but he was a he was a good customer. Is that right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh okay. That's pretty cool to know. Um, Aaron Port's line, who has covered the Columbus Blue Jackets for many years, and does so for the Athletic. Uh, he says, as he's already taking a look at the draft, should Columbus slip in the draft and they end up drafting fourth, fourth, yeah, that they're going to go with Will Smith. Okay? They're going to go okay. with Will Smith. And should the Canadians actually gain a couple of spots, okay, the Canadians are going to draft Matvey Michkov. Okay. And he says that Nick Bobrov, uh, who's, you know, one of the Canadians' directors of amateur scouting, is so high on Michkov that he calls him the Russian Bedard. Yeah. Okay. So there's something to uh, to think about. That's pretty big. That's pretty uh, big. I, I think you said you're not going to cover the draft this year, right? I will not. Well, I mean, I'm not a... Maybe I will have a surprise, but no, I normally I'm not working at the draft because I, yeah, unfortunately, I, I, I mean, I wish I could pretend I know the, you know, the, the, the young stars, but I, I don't know them a lot. No, no, I understand that. I'm a big fan of Michkov though. I'm a big, big fan of Michkov. I asked George Larac this question. I'm going to ask you the same question. Okay. What in the world was Dean Evison thinking? He has a goalie. Philip Gustafson, who in game one made 51 saves, the Wild went to Dallas, and they won in double overtime. And last night he comes back with Marc-Andre Fleury. With all due respect to Marc-Andre, I think I thought he put him in a bad position too. With, with Dallas, like just, you know, Dallas wanting to level the series, wanting to get back at Minnesota for the Dumba hit on Pavelski, yeah. Dallas playing like their do or die game. You don't want to go down two nothing in the series, losing both at home, and then you got to go to Minnesota. You know they uh, they hung Flurry out to dry last night. Well, sometimes I think the worst enemy of a coach is overthinking and you know make things more complicated as it should be. Remember the. Um, like the Robin Leonard, Marc-André Fleury thing yeah. back in 2000. It's kind of similar, actually. It's kind of similar. Just keep it simple. The guy, he won, you keep him there. Uh, do, is there anything we do not, we don't know? Like he was battling something, was he under the weather? I don't know, but it's just non-logical. And I always say the the worst thing a coach can do is to overthink. 
and that's what happened there. I I think. I mean, yeah, like, it's over coaching. It's over coaching is what it is. We hope there's something we don't know, and there's a reason. But if not, I just can you imagine if they they lose that series, he's gonna be like he's gonna be criticized like big time. But anyways, what do you want to do? Sometimes they I don't know. Coaches are weird. Yeah. Coaches are weird. They're always like sometimes you 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 think they they have all the reasons to be happy. They're not, and sometimes it's the opposite. So, but that was a weird one. I I give you that. I would imagine you were watching Toronto Tampa tonight. I did, I did. Happy for Toronto. Happy. I mean, I I never thought I would say that, but I'm happy for Toronto. Yeah, no, at one point, you know, all the losing that they've done in the first round, like, you, you do, listen, if you're not going to feel bad for them, you don't have a heart. I mean, let's be honest. Exactly. I mean, it's a, they're fans that gather outside there all the time, and, uh, you know, the, the there, was oh, a, there was a great shot the other night. I don't remember which goal it was, but Tampa Bay scored a goal, probably their sixth there was. I think it was probably their sixth goal, fifth or sixth or whatever. There was a fan who was like sitting in the front row, like up against the glass. He just put his hands like this over his head. And he was just like, I've seen this movie before. You know, he was he was defeated. He was deflated. And I you was can there feel for the it. last two years, and it, it was the same. Last year, game seven. And people, I, I, th- I think they won game one last year. Anyways, game seven, they, you know, you, you could feel the pressure in the building game seven but then they lost and people were i mean they were so sad and they they built something good i'm not sure about the goaltending but still it's a great hockey team great players and i still i still hope for uh all canadian finals but uh yeah i mean i i wish them the best and tampa we we we've seen them enough now <laughs> Yeah, no, we have. Uh, they're they're an amazing dynasty, eh? Two Stanley Cups oh. in the last uh, in the last uh, three and a half years, three finals in a row. Great I mean, team! I'm saying that with a smile, obviously, because it's 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 a great team. It's a great team. Yeah, yeah. You know, with a little bit of luck too, and they they gave quite a battle to Colorado <laughs> last year. In Colorado's yep. Colorado's losing two nothing versus Seattle as we speak. I'm actually watching that game, and I can't believe it's happening. I, you know what? I'm not. I mean, I wouldn't have bet on Seattle. Never. But I'm not. I'm not shocked. Like, like, I'm surprised, but I'm not shocked. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, Colorado has had their share of injuries this year. Yeah. McCarr had a couple of concussions, and and you know what? He's not. I mean, obviously, after you have a couple of concussions, well, it, it takes its toll, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, Byron as well. Uh, but you never know. 2017, when uh, Nashville had their run, I, I think they were eight seed and they swept Chicago first round. Uh, you, you never know. But Landeskog out. Landeskog's a big piece of the puzzle too. It yeah, it's he's the, the heart captain. Of the team, but, he's the yeah. captain. You know, he's. But, Big time leader on that team. Yeah, it's what you know. Marc Bergevin would always say: get in the playoffs, and then you never know. And it would drive people crazy to hear that. But you know what? He's right. Anything can happen. You just need a hot goaltender, a hot team, and there an injury on the other side, like a Patrice Bergeron injured, and there, there you go. So you never know. Okay. Okay. Hold on a second, though. I will. He's right. When he says that, okay, because even if it happens once, that you're a terrible team, okay, uh, or you're not a very good team, and you end up winning the cup, let's just say he's right, okay? Yeah. But, but, for the most part, what ends up happening? Is it a team like St. Louis, who uh, January 3rd, they were the worst team in hockey, and then all of a sudden... Uh, they ended up being, you know, going hot, on an incredible run and winning the Stanley hot goal Cup. Hot goaltender. That's it. Hot goaltender. You know, but it doesn't, you know, I know what Mark Bergevin said, but it doesn't happen very often. You know, like, let's let's be honest, okay? So 
Let's go to 2022, okay? 2022, the Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup, right? Yeah, they did. Okay. They finished second in the league, okay? Yeah. The year before that, in 2021, Tampa Bay won the Cup, right? Yeah, but Montreal had had a chance. So the year that uh, Tampa Bay won the Cup, that was the shortened season due to COVID, okay? Yeah. Tampa Bay was, like, tied for, uh, they were in eighth, eighth spot. But they were seven points behind the team that finished first, right? It's not a yeah. lot. The year it's before that, Tampa Bay won the Cup, right? They finished fourth in the league, tied for third, you know, then the year before that, it was St. Louis, and that was the year that, yeah, okay, that was a surprise. But in 2018, it was Washington. In 2017, it was Pittsburgh. And in 2018, yeah. when it was Washington, Washington finished sixth in the league. In 2017, when it was Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh finished second in the league like we couldn't like bergevin's right okay st louis they got in and they won the cup but for the most part teams that win the stanley cup they're finishing top six in the regular season for the most part also los angeles surprised los angeles had just got in in one of their two cups that they won but for the most part for the most part teams that win the cup and have in the last 20 plus years finished top six in the standings. It's you know, just, when Bergevin gets it says, uh, you know, you make the playoffs and you never know, well, you can make the playoffs finishing 16th, right? Exactly. It doesn't happen very often the teams that finish 16th win the cup. No. A couple of times. Uh, I mean, it's obvious that the more you're good in the season, the more you're a good team and you have more chances. But look, 2021. Montreal dominated the first period of the of the first game. They didn't uh, like they didn't score. You're done. But I, we we never know. Uh, 2017. I was talking. PK Subban scored the first goal of the first game. The goal was disallowed because of the the blue line uh, uh, an offside. If they score, he scores the first game. Then you, you never know. So. It, it's obvious what, what you're saying, and I, I get that. But the fact is that you have a chance, and you never know. So Montreal had a chance. Nashville had a chance. They, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm a, a dreamer. But I still think that once you're in, if your goaltender is up, you have a chance. Hey, in ending, in ending. Uh, Caden Primo is going to have to play the game of his life. Uh, the Laval Rocket are in the playoffs. They lost last night uh, in Laval by a score of four to nothing to the Utica Comets. Yeah, and now they're going to Utica to play game two. And if they win, they got to play game three. It's a best of three. Yeah, the next game, game two, and Caden Primo. By the way, in the last two weeks of the regular season, he really stepped up. He silenced a lot of critics. But it's yeah. what have you done for me lately, right? So now they're in the playoffs. They're going up against a pretty good team that laid the smackdown on them last night in Laval. Caden yeah. Primo, you think this next game that he plays, he's playing his future in Montreal with the Canadians? No, I think they'll they will still be uh, uh, patient with him, but. I hope for the group that they will have a run, but just that 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 run they had at the end of the season, I think they learn and they there, there's a lot of growth in that team. But for Primo, I don't know. I I I mean, who else? Right? They need goalies. They do need goalies. Yeah. Well, we'll see so, what you know how Dobish pans out. I mean, his stats were great this year, but we also know. Um. That you know, primo stats were great too, right? Like, doesn't yeah, always work out that way. You have to prove yourself in the NHL. He had a few chances, and that's he's still young. I get that, but I mean, he can be 
he can dominate in the AHL and it's good what he's doing right now, but he's going to have to prove something in the NHL. Who was your, uh, I asked George who his cup winner was. His cup winner was Edmonton. Same. Mike, same for you, really? Yeah. 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 You know what my cup winner was? And I I put it in the uh, sick podcast, the NHL playoff bracket pool. And I actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I'm an open book. I have a couple of dollars on them because I thought it was great value too. Um, I picked the Rangers to win the cup. Oh, did you? Yeah. I think Renault picked the Rangers as well. Is that right? You know what I think? This is what I think. I think they have all the elements. And now it's just a question of putting it together. But, like, I know a lot of people won't look at the Rangers because they didn't finish first and they didn't finish second they didn't finish third and they didn't finish fifth and all that stuff. But if you take a look at the New York Rangers elements and you take a look at their elements very, very carefully, man, they got a team. Think about it. Shesterkin in goal. Lindgren, Fox, Truba, Miller, Braden Schneider on defense. Down the middle, Zabinijad, Trocek, yeah. uh, Schittle, uh, Goodrow. Uh, on the wings, Kreider, Kane, Tarasenko, Panarin. The third line's got the kids, Lafreniere and Kako yeah. on the wings. Oh, they're uh, good. Tyler Mott it's... on the fourth line. I mean, they're good. They're very yeah. good. I don't know if in the end they're going to have the grit at the forward position. Um, you know, yeah, Kreider's got grit and Lafreniere's got grit, but and Barkley Goodrow's got grit, but yeah. I don't know if they're going to well, have enough grit. But Truba's got grit. Truba but hits like he it, hits it's like, two he hits one like by the tank. way. Lekanen just scored. Oh, really? Eh. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. But uh, the only that trade was I, so amazing for his career, man. Oh, Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Good trade for both both sides. But you were telling, you were saying I, the only teams I don't think they have what it takes is uh, Seattle and Islanders. But for the rest, I think they all have a chance. But uh, yeah, I picked I picked Edmonton because I was there last year, and when McDavid and Drysaitel they decide to take control of the game. Nobody, can, well, I mean, maybe Dano, but yeah. I would, uh, nobody can stop them. It was just crazy. It was like a three-point-per-game pace last year. And it, could, it you imagine, so could you imagine the pressure that's on Connor McDavid? Like, if they lose oh. in the first round to Los Angeles? 2-2. Two, 2-2, two. Two, two. look at that. Guardado. Yeah. Two, two. Didn't yeah. take long, uh, eh? I think it's Ren Tannen, but I'm not sure. But, yeah, it, well, when you have players like that, there you go. Yeah, no, we got ourselves a hockey game. You know what? Uh, and by the way, Winnipeg's up one nothing at the end of the first. You know what's okay. great? Is that I'm going to be able to say goodbye to you now, and I'm going to be able to catch the game in progress. Seattle and Colorado tied at two. So enjoy um, enjoy uh, Florida very much. It's a, it's a great place to hang out. I uh, very yeah. much enjoy uh, going to Florida. No it's shortage of things to do. What's the weather like? 27, 28? Uh, 27, 28, yeah. It's, it's just per- it's perfect to work. Had a chance to buy a condo there when the dollar was at par. What did you do? I listened to my wife. And 15 years later, I still regret I didn't buy the condo. You would have been here with me. If that dollar ever goes to par, I'm buying that condo. Of course. Yeah. What do you want to do? Agnello said if I reach the objectives that he set out when we first (laughs) talked about the podcast two and a half years ago, that I'm going to have my condo in Florida. From his mouth to God's ears. Hey, enjoy game three. And if you see Jim Montgomery, shake his hand and tell him that there's a lot of people in Montreal pulling for him. Promise I will. Okay. Thank you very much. Have a great night. All right. There you have it. Marc-André Perrault, special thanks, of course, to all of our partners. Uh, And the SICK Podcast was brought to you in part by Energy Transportation Group and La Bit Atibi. To you, SICK Army, SICK community, thank you very much for being with us, not only tonight, but pretty much every weeknight, Monday to Friday, starting at 10 p.m. 
Uh, you're there again, once again, in big, big numbers, and we thank you. If you like the podcast, like it, share it with your friends, comment sick right now, S-I-C-K, S-I-C-K, S-I-C-K. And if you're going to listen to it at any point on Google, Apple, or Spotify, if you leave us a five-star review, it really is our way. It's one of the only ways when you leave us messages like sick or a five-star review that we can really feel the love. For Agnello and Sammy at Master Control, they're Cavallaro. I'm Marinaro. Back tomorrow night with the head coach of the Arizona Coyotes, and he'll be coaching Team Canada at the World Championships as well. My guest tomorrow night, because I'll be filling in tomorrow night. Matt O'Hayan is off. He's got something planned. Tony, can you work it? No problem, Matt. Friday night, I'll be there. My guest tomorrow night, the head coach of the Arizona Coyotes, Andre Turigny. Don't miss it, because we're going to talk about a lot of things, including the sweepstakes for Connor Bedard, among other things. Ciao for now. Have a great night. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature. <laughs>